0: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. I want to go through like a um, just a little bit of a Twitter thread here from Peter Hassan. And this is about the Texas voting law, because this situation with these Texas Democrats has been really funny. And I've I've been laughing at everybody kind of involved in this because I think it's hysterical. So they don't want to vote on it. They they pack up, they leave, they get on two charter planes, they go to Washington, D.C. to escape <laughs> having to vote for this law in Texas. The governor of Texas says they'll be arrested when they get back. It's a whole thing, right? And then the stuff that happened in Washington, D.C. was hysterical too. But I wanted to focus specifically on this Peter Hassan thing. So he tweets out, and he started doing this just a couple of days ago, How many people tweeting about the Texas election bill know that it requires at least nine hours a day of early voting during the early voting period and requires 12 hours a day during the last week of early voting in large counties? Now, the answer to that is zero. Just like what happened in Georgia, people running around pitching a fit about the Georgia election law didn't realize that the Georgia election law made voting in Georgia easier than it was before. And makes it a lot easier for anybody, especially minorities and low-income people in the state of Georgia, to vote. It's easier under the new law than it is in Biden's home state of Delaware. It is, it's easier than it is in New York. It's easier than it is in a whole host of blue states that are out there. So, remember, put them on defense. You need to go on offense. If the Georgia election law is racist, then why Are people so happy about Delaware and New York and these other blue states who have these horrendously racist election laws because it's more difficult for people to vote in those states than it is in the state of Texas? Doesn't make any sense. Put them on the the defensive. So he goes out there and he says, Meanwhile, this is the messaging coming out of the White House. Catherine um, Watson posted that uh, Biden will repeat that these are the most egregious attempts to harm the integrity of our democracy since the Civil War, talking about the, the Texas election law. And of course, they said the same garbage about Georgia. It's the new Jim Crow, all of these other lies, anyway. It doesn't really matter. They're lying to everybody. But most people, most people do not invest the energy, the time, to look this stuff up, they just believe the tribalist nonsense. If their tribe says something is bad, they automatically believe it without vetting it for any truth whatsoever. Uh, so anyway, Peter says, the White House really wants you to believe that the proposed Texas laws are worse are, are worse than this. okay? Now, I'm going to open this up. Oh, did they delete that? Oh, they deleted those tweets, so I guess I can't do that. Never mind. So anyway, he goes through this, and he highlights, <clears throat> as, as other people have done. They highlight how the Texas election law is better than various blue states in a whole host of categories. Those specific categories are the ones that Biden and Democrats are saying are racist, new Jim Crow, and a violation of civil rights, the worst we've seen since the Civil War. Now, how is it it that stuff that is more permissive and easier for people to vote and allows more access to voting, especially for minorities and low-income voters, How is it that that in Texas is racist, but more restrictive laws in blue states is not? Get the point? The same thing was in Georgia. We went through this where we compared Georgia to various other prominent blue states. If Georgia's law was racist, then those other states were really racist. And how many more people could be able to vote in the state of New York if they got rid of their racist laws that were inhibiting people from being able to vote? And they even brought them up to the standards of Georgia. Texas is very much the same thing. So these Democrats get get out of there. They flee. Right. They run away from voting on this bill in spite of the fact that this bill makes makes access to voting easier, but also more secure. That's the thing. Of course, that's the crux. Everybody understands that this isn't about access to voting or making sure that legitimate people vote or voter integrity. It's not about that. It's all about being able to commit voter fraud, which happened a lot in Texas. It's just that in Texas, they caught them massive quantities of people got caught in texas so you have the democrats they charter two planes right two planes and they fly to washington dc to escape and beg and plead with the federal government to violate both the national and the state constitution of texas to go ahead and interfere and control the elections in the state of texas constitution makes it crystal clear and again everything the left believes is a direct hypocrisy to another belief that they hold right When Pennsylvania illegally changed their voter laws at the state level using only election officials and not the legislature, when Pennsylvania illegally did that, and it has been ruled illegal by a court system, when Pennsylvania illegally did that, what was the argument that leftists made? States' rights. State can control an election however they want. Uh Aha. Those same people are now saying that Texas doesn't have state rights and should not be able to have elections conducted in the way that Texas sees fit. As long as it meets the criteria of the constitutions of both the federal and the state, then they can conduct elections the way that they see fit. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Again, I have to point this out. Everything that they believe is in direct contradiction to something else that they believe. When it benefits them, it's state's rights. It's okay. When it doesn't benefit them, no, the state doesn't have a right, and it's not okay. This is always how they operate. You got a couple of things you need to understand, and I know that I'm repeating this over and over and over again on this show over the past several years, but I'm going to keep doing it because you need to understand it. And Since so many of you are now active when you weren't active before, now it's probably a tool that you'll be able to absorb and remember. Everything the left accuses you of doing, they themselves are doing. If they accuse you of being a racist, they're a racist. If they accuse you of being a tax cheat, guarantee you they're cheating on their taxes. Every single thing that they say you're doing or accuse you of, they themselves are doing. The other thing is that there is always a direct hypocritical stance on an issue to another issue that they have a position on never fails voter ID. Okay. It's impossible for people to get IDs. You can't get an ID. It's racist to require an ID. If you want to join a union or you want to be at a union event, you have to have an ID, but the unions represent poor people and working class Americans. Well, I thought poor people and working class Americans struggled to get IDs. So how is it that you can require an ID to go to a union event? wouldn't the union want the people that they represent to be able to get into that event? There's always a hypocritical stance. It never fails. Always a hypocritical stance. When Obama had kids in cages, it wasn't a big deal. It was the best that they could do because there was a surge of children and they didn't have facilities and they were just trying to keep those kids safe. It was the courts that forced us to separate them from their parents. That was all true. When it was Trump, He might as well have been committing genocide. They called it internment. They did a whole bunch of other stuff on it, right? Now that it's Biden, and there's more kids in cages right now than have ever been there, the media won't even touch it. The very same facility that they used to call a concentration camp, it's a direct quote, is now called a model of what we should be doing going forward. It's the same facility, the exact same facility, they even, we were talking about this on the live stream uh, earlier this week, yesterday, maybe the day before. They even redefined hypocrisy because hypocrisy is a word that pretty much everybody kind of gets, even though people misuse it all the time. But people understand hypocrisy. And when you point out you're being a hypocrite, they really don't like that. So what did they do? They created a new term, whataboutism. No, we're going to, don't do that, whataboutism. No, I'm not doing whataboutism. You're being a hypocrite. You believe this, but now all of a sudden you don't believe this. You know you get into Chuck Schumer always called them illegal aliens. And then suddenly there's a Republican president. Now, Chuck Schumer's crying on national television, saying it's dehumanizing to call uh, immigrants illegal aliens a couple of months before you were okay with it. Every single thing that they believe they have a contradictory belief on every single one, and so again. You've got this situation with states' rights and voting. If you change state law to benefit Democrats, it's states' rights. If you change state law to enhance voter integrity without reducing access and actually increasing voting access, it doesn't benefit Democrats. So, therefore, it's a violation. It's illegal. It's a civil rights abuse. It's the worst thing we've ever dealt with since the Civil War. Here's some more hypocrisy. And we've seen numerous examples of this throughout the pandemic the democrats have been praising these these democrats from texas for fleeing the state and running away now again there's a parliamentary procedure to doing this that can be done it depending on how it's done and depending on the state laws and things like that there is a parliamentary procedure to do not deny a quorum by leaving okay or to not showing up to work so i'm not i'm not on the boat of they should be arrested when they come back to texas i'm not on that but i think it's funny watching this whole What is interesting to me, though, is that if Democrats walk out and Democrats run away and flee to Washington, D.C. to violate, to beg for the federal government to violate states' rights on election law, violate the Constitution of Texas on election law, violate the United States Constitution on election law, that's what they were doing. They charter two airplanes, they get on the airplanes, and they take selfies, and not a one of them is wearing a mask. Not a single one. Now, I am old enough to remember a certain old man telling me that that was Neanderthal thinking. I'm old enough to remember last week when Democrats and leftists on cable news and in the, the Democratic Party were freaking out over Senator Rand Paul, who's a doctor, wanting to repeal the requirement to wear a mask on an airplane and everybody was talking about how that was dangerous and that was going to get people killed by doing that and here's two plane loads of democrats not wearing masks in violation of joe biden's edict on masks on airplanes and the excuse of that would be, well they just privately chartered the, the the plane they're all vaccinated and everything else and what about the crew and since when does vaccination matter You're all telling us you have to wear masks even if you're fully vaccinated. You still should wear two, maybe three, maybe four. But they don't have to? Another hypocrisy. You have to wear a mask even if you're fully vaccinated, unless you're a Democratic Party political official. Then you don't have to. Then it's okay. Gretchen Whitmer, you're not allowed to go to a restaurant and sit with four of your friends. Unless I go to a restaurant and then all of my friends can come together, we'll push the tables together and we're fine. Everything is a contradiction to another belief that they have. Every single thing. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Some of the leftists in in the unions is that all of a sudden Trump was doing exactly what they had been asking every Republican and Democrat politician to do for years. Trump was finally doing it, but they were still anti-Trump. No, he was doing what they wanted him to do so let me go back in time here cuba in cuba protests everything else happening right now forget about the media trying to tell you that they're spreading covid and all that other nonsense okay you got these protests in cuba and the biden administration came out and said don't come to the united states we're only gonna let mexicans and guatemalans and hondurans in we're not letting you in. You're the wrong kind of Latino, right? You vote Republican, we don't want you here. So the Biden administration told Cubans not to come to the United States. All right, let's do a flashback to what Biden said about Cubans when Trump was still president. Have a listen to this. not who it is. And the one point I'd like to make is this. You know, there's a really strong Cuban-American community. I didn't tell you all that. You're from Florida, okay? If in fact he, Donald Trump, had been president when they were coming back in the old days, they wouldn't be here. Because look what he's doing—he's sending Cuban Americans back to the dictatorship. He's sending—he's sending, he's sending Venezuelans Americans back to the dictatorship. He's trying to send Haitian—not who it is. Okay, you're going to go ahead and stop it right there. So this, this is during campaign. This is during the campaign where Biden was attacking Trump because he was claiming that Trump was sending Cubans back to Cuba and having to deal with that dictatorship and sending them back to Venezuela and having to deal with that dictatorship. Trump actually granted amnesty to people from Venezuela and from Cuba, but I digress. But this is Biden just a few months ago. It's less than a year ago. And Biden is attacking Trump for doing something that he right now is doing. This is the... This is the stuff that has to stop. This is why you're always so stressed. This is why you're always so conflicted, oftentimes, about what's actually happening. Because they're constantly changing their positions. And the Democrats are known for doing this based on polling data. Which is why you started seeing prominent Democrats suddenly being in favor of voter ID. Because the polling data came out and it turns out that everybody is in favor of voter ID. The only people that are not in favor of voter ID are racist, upper-middle-class white liberals. They're the only ones that think voter ID is racist. There isn't a single speck of anybody else in the country who thinks it is. So, you start running into this, and people, people are starting to tune out. People are tuning out. People are confused. People don't understand what the positions are. Um, and what's happening now is, is people are getting into arguments over an issue that they oppose that they supported just months before and they don't understand why they're all of a sudden opposed to it it's just because the tribe has told them that now you have to be opposed to it Tulsi Gabbard talked about this a lot when she was going around giving interviews about what it was like to be a freshman member of Congress and how once you went to your caucus you were told never to agree with the other side on anything because you had to fight them on every single issue tooth and nail you could never be seen as aligned with them because that gives the other side some credibility More coming up, Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I would like to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, since we had a little discussion about Cubans being able to immigrate to the United States, let's talk about immigration in general. Federal agents have arrested and turned back One hundred and eighty-eight thousand eight hundred immigrants at the southern border uh in i think this fiscal year right no that's the monthly total my apologies not the year so that is the highest monthly total at the southern u.s border in roughly a decade according to a new report uh the number is being reported by cnn and based on what the news outlet says it is a department of homeland security official familiar with the figures and um previously published data so now this doesn't include the people that are let in. Because we now know Tucker Carlson's got that, that they're flying illegal immigrants all over the country. That's exactly what Obama did. And they're flying them all over the country. And of course they did this throughout COVID. They did this during the tuberculosis outbreak. You know, they did all of that stuff. They fly them around the country and cause more more infections to spread. But just to give you an idea, you know, and again the Border Patrol is squarely anti Biden's policies on this, but 188,800 immigrants at the southern border in the last month being turned around, deported, what have you. Uh, Now, if you look at Texas again, this is again along the southern border, not dealing with the the election issue. Uh, There is the land commissioner in Texas is suing Biden and the Department of Homeland Security over border wall construction, George P. Bush is running for the job of Texas Attorney General, challenging the current Attorney General, Ken Paxton. Uh, And what better way to make a splash in the news than for Bush to announce filing a lawsuit against the Biden administration and Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, George P. Bush is the current Texas Land Commissioner, and they filed a lawsuit. uh, says, on behalf of the people of Texas, I've instructed my agency to file a lawsuit against Joe Biden and also Secretary Mayorkas of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, and they're, again, they're filing the lawsuit because the border wall suddenly stopped. There's funding that has to be spent. It's been allocated for it. It's not being spent. And so there's uh, there's an argument here that there's a legal responsibility to restart construction on things that have already had the funds allocated for. And that's what they're filing the lawsuit over. And there has been tons of video here in recent weeks showing in the unfinished portions where there's very small gaps. People are just walking right through them. So this is an interesting lawsuit. He's trying to win an election, but it's still an interesting lawsuit. Like I said, don't be concerned with why people do things. Be concerned that they do them. If you've got more coming up, Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. By the way, thank you to everybody who has hopped on to the... The, uh, the Rumble stream this week, I uh, appreciate it. I had a lot of new subscribers on Rumble, so thank you for that. Rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Well, there is a a principal in New York City. She's the principal of the High School for Law and Public Service in Washington Heights. She's Dominican. Her name is Paula Lev. Paula Lev hates white people. And according to her teachers, she has a she, Debbie has something against white people, unquote. Well, she had a plot to get rid of white teachers. She's currently under investigation now for allegedly trying to divide employees by race and attempting to, to conspire with other teachers to oust white faculty members, according to the New York Post. Amid Lev's apparent anti-white hostility, a whopping 83% of her racially diverse staff voted that they no longer have confidence in her ability to lead their school so again i have to remind everybody their goal right now and i mean the left their goal is to make the races hate each other their goal is to make the genders and the sexes hate each other their goal is to make all of you divided when it comes to voter id even liberal blacks agree with you When it comes to critical race theory, the black community is on your side. They are showing up at these school board meetings and fighting against CRT right alongside all of you. And when it comes to this issue here, 83% of the faculty were upset that a black principal was trying to drive out white teachers and faculty. Okay? You're not as divided as they want you to believe. And don't allow yourself to become jaded and divided because of the propaganda that's put out to you each and every day your neighbors are still your neighbors your family are still your family your friends are still your friends it doesn't matter what they looked like last week it doesn't matter what they look like this week so do yourself a favor hold on to that because they're trying to strip that away from all of us ladies and gentlemen my website theburningtruth.us you can get my daily show prep there and get podcasts there and get videos there but also i have completely changed the website today it is now a news aggregator Go to theburningtruth.us, set it as your homepage, get your news from there every single day from the best sources around the net.